atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I was refused to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 27th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips. Welcome to the broadcast. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It's all about morality and the rule of law. We have a republic. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. As our Founding Fathers said, do you think we can keep it? (laughs) <laughs> LibertyRoundtable.com. If you want to donate, we have day jobs. We're not begging for your money, but every penny will be used to grow our presence in the media and tell the tale of liberty. So spread the word. Donate today. We're not really for liberal views. However, the founding fathers were liberals. Did you know that? Yeah, words have meaning and meanings change, sad to say. The founding fathers were certainly liberal in their day. Uh, in our day, though, the only thing we want you to be liberal in is your donations. LibertyRoundtable.com. Quick recap of yesterday's show. The broadcast is still available free online at your fingertips on demand radio. We talked about Red Pill Expo, a smashing success. Now you can watch it via G. Edward Griffin's website, uh, the Red Pill Expo website, and uh, it's free. When you go there, though, it'll ask you to sign up and give you a credit card and all that kind of stuff. But if you cancel, then it's free. Uh, Not my favorite way to do it, but hey, they're giving away some pretty neat content for free. So there you go. A massive reservoir of fresh water was just discovered off of the New England coast, says Forbes magazine. And I say to all you environmental wackos that believe zero population is the answer, my friends. Well, hey, they just found a big old huge massive body of fresh water they didn't know about. How many more of those can they find? How much more food can we grow? More and more advancements happen in food or agricultural capabilities all the time. Uh, we say there's not room enough. We got a problem. Got to limit the population. We have no choice. People are ruining the planet. But God said there's plenty and room enough to spare. And God said multiplying there's plenty to the earth. And that has not yet been rescinded. So who do you trust, government or God, huh? CNN melts down, cuts to commercials as Trump accuser says people think of rape as sexy. We played that soundbite. I mean, it is just unhinged, crazy. I don't know anybody that thinks of rape as sexy in any way. It's a hostile, despicable, evil, violent, satanic act, if you ask my opinion, to be uh, rejected at every turn. Remember, we're God's children, folks. And remember, our bodies given to us by God are temples to house our spirits. All right, rape is not sexy. Rape is evil and satanic. Never forget it. Hour two of Liberty Roundtable Live yesterday. Two-thirds of American employees uh, regret their college degrees. Why? Because of the incredible expense and the time it took to get it, and now it's not even paying off hardly. Sanders, that's Bernie, proposes build a bailout $1.6 trillion. Dollars in student loan debt. What a shame. Socialist extraordinaire, if you will. What's the solution to the out-of-control college costs? We proposed several of them. Go listen to yesterday's broadcast, second hour. You'll get the details. 
Pat Buchanan, doing a phenomenal job, says this in his latest headline. Trump, war president or anti-interventionist? Donald's at a crossroads. Will he follow the hawkish crew that surrounds him or will he stick with his instincts is the summation of the article. Great job, Pat. Longtime Trump aide Stephanie Grisham will succeed Sanders as press secretary. She came, uh, you know, from Arizona. Well-liked by the Donald, helped in his Donald Trump transition campaign, helped the Donald run for office, went to Donald's wife's department for a little while. Now back to Trump as the press secretary. She's bold. She'll take on the press. Is she who we need? Time will tell. But I know this. She's a political insider, sad to say. She worked on the Mitt Romney campaign for a while. So, you know, I don't have a lot of faith in her. Good news. Cop gets shot. That's not the good part. That's the sad part. The good part is a good guy with a gun comes to the defense of the cops. Armed citizen comes to the cop, her rescue, without even firing a shot. But just the presence of a gun in the hands of a good guy stops the thug. Thank heavens for that. And that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast. All right. News that Network refused to use starts now. Kirk Crosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast.com, sir. <laughs> Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You're welcome, sir. It's actually libertyroundtable.com. It's not thebroadcast.com, but I kind of said that in joking because everything is .com now, isn't it, Kurt? Well, everything except the things that are. You've heard of the, they say, uh, the Internet of Things. Haven't you heard of that, Kurt? Mm-hmm. That means they want yes. everything to be Internet, including your brain if they could. All right, they're crazy. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. Meanwhile, first socialist Democratic debate kicked off with a technical glitch, Kurt. Did you see well, that? I saw that headline, but uh, what happened? You well, know? I guess they had some microphones that weren't set up right, so the microphones were on backstage, and, you know. So certain people had mics, certain people didn't. Da, 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 da. You know, it's just, uh, hey. Mistakes like that happen, Kurt. Yes, they do. And I, you know, they want you to believe it only happens to guys like me, one man bands, doing everything the best we can. And it happens to us maybe a little more than they, just because we're only, you know, one or two people doing our best. But believe it or not, it happens to the biggest boys with plenty of cash and plenty of, quote, talent on hand. So there you have it. Well, who hosted this debate? Was it MSNBC? I think it was just uh, NBC News. All right. It's hard to know who's behind who these days and who, you know, when was MS involved and when are they not involved and, you know. But nevertheless, it's interesting. You got one of the biggest networks in the country, been around for over 50 years. You know, hey, they roll out a primary debate, put 10 people on the stage, big old technical glitch kicks it off. And I don't mean to mock them for that. I just mean to say it happens to all of us folks. Let's be very clear. Well, you know, and and on the screen it says NBC debate, and then it says uh, watch MSNBC Right, I tried debate. to tell you there's no, confusion. We don't know what it is, Kurt. What does that mean and who's behind over, who and who's partners and who's what? We don't even know in the media anymore. It says over hot mic disaster. Yeah, so hot mic's so, backstage. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. So, it's uh, not really good when mics are live backstage and people don't realize it, Kurt. That's not a good thing. Yeah, they say they, uh, their coverage unraveled 
midway through its first opportunity uh, after several hot microphones from first half moderators Lester Holt, Savannah Guthrie, and Jose Diaz Ballart continued to echo through the hall and the audio feed after they had left the stage. Yeah. Mm. Hate that, Kurt. So there you go. Anyway, so, but I, you know, I'm calling it the first socialist democratic debate because remember, they're democratic socialists now, right? And um, bottom line is here's what's interesting Warren and Biden topped, listen carefully to me now, Warren and Biden topped the socialist debate. Beto O'Rourke fails the most. Now, you say, wait a minute, Sam. Um, Elizabeth Warren was in the first pack of 10 last night, and Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, they're not till the second pack tonight. How do you say Biden's on top? Yeah, he wasn't even in the debate. Sam, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, yes, I do. I agree he wasn't in the debate last night. But here's the point. All the mainstream press people who love Uncle Creepy Joe... Uh, they were saying, hey, none of the people laid a glove on Joe. Joe survived the first debate even if he wasn't there. Uh, you know, nobody had the guts to attack Joe. You know, fail, uh, socialists fail to go after frontrunner Joe is the way I would put it. Um, you know, it's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, Donald Trump asking clearly, uh, why hasn't Barack Hussein endorsed Biden? Uh, saying there's something wrong there for sure. And so bottom line is, you know, uh, the Democrats didn't touch Joe. And so by not being there and not putting himself in harm's way, he kind of won. Now, here's what I find fascinating. They say that Elizabeth Warren got to take on the other nine by uh, just the luck of a draw, Kurt. And that's why she stood alone as the, quote, front runner on the stage with all these other unknowns. You know, you got mayors and governors, and I'm not saying these people are unknown people. But look, when you name the top nine or ten people last night, how many people do you even know, Kurt? Or know of and know, you know, how many of them are household names? Let's just say it like that. Very good question, Sam. And uh, I was looking on Drudge, and they have the uh, votes for, uh, you know, I mean, the people who voted. Yeah, so Drudge always puts up a wonderful poll and, and kind of yeah. quantifies who, what, what everybody thought after the fact. And the mainstream press hates his poll because they say it's non-scientific. And they also say yeah. the other problem with it is, hey, all the people that are, you know, loving conservative views or whatever go to Drudge, so it's, it's slanted unfairly. But it's interesting, when, when Drudge does a poll for the socialists, how is that slanted unfairly? So it's more scientific and more credible and more fair than the mainstream press wants to admit. Uh, but nevertheless, the results, Kurt? Yeah, they've got 124,250 votes. And, of course, you have to vote to see the poll. To see the results, so, so you should have already voted I, and have it right in front I of you. I did ready to vote, go. good, but I good just work. didn't. Uh, I mean, there wasn't any reason I voted. I just, I picked a guy named Tim Ryan just because <laughs> I didn't know. Do you even know who, who Tim else is? I Kurt? wanted to vote for, and I didn't even vote. You know, watch the thing. You Do know? you know who Tim is? You know, I know Paul Ryan, but I don't know Tim. Yeah, neither do I. Anyway. And that's kind of what I mean is that, you know what, most of these names are just flat-out unknowns. They're not household names, and they're not going to gain a foothold at all. They pretend this was the luck of the draw for Elizabeth Warren, but I submit to you that it was nothing but a let's let a few of the candidates fall through the, you know, fall through the cracks on their own. Let's let Elizabeth and Joe turn out to be the stars. She got second on these. Who got first? Tulsi Gabbard. Who the heck's that? Hold on.
attention, Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So Drudge Report has a poll. And what is it, a shock winner, Kurt? Well, that's what they call it. uh, Yes, sir. Because nobody expected this, or at least I didn't hear anything about it. Uh, The uh, Washington Examiner has this piece, uh, Drudge Poll Shock. Tulsi Gabbard, runaway winner of first Democratic debate. She got about, uh, let's see, what was the numbers? Uh, you know, I mean, she was quite high in this uh, poll compared to uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren. She got 45.84%. Uh, Warren got 10.99%. That's that's pretty much a And smackdown. I would call it pretty much a smackdown, Kurt. Yeah. Give me those numbers again. So you've got uh, 45.84% or, you know, for this Tulsi Gabbard and uh, 10.99% for Elizabeth Warren. Wow. So there you have it. That's a big difference, I think. Well, so that's why they're going to attack Drudge because I don't understand how it couldn't have been Elizabeth. Kurt, something's wrong with those Drudge people. Yeah. You know, isn't that how they go, Kurt? See. It's just if it doesn't you know, fit into their narrative, then it's like, hey. That's right. Now, here's the uh, interesting thing, though. Nine out of ten people on that stage, Kurt, uh, last night, not counting Elizabeth. Right. I know very little about. I mean, if you say Bill de Blasio, okay, I know who that is. But 
I don't know much about these people. None of these people are household names. Corey Booker, I would okay, say. Senator. These, Corey yeah, Booker, Bill de Blasio. I mean, you've heard he of those got, names. But do you know a lot about Cory Booker, Kurt? Well, he got 3.4%, the lowest of all of them on here. So, Ooh, poor know, Corey. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like his name recognition helped. So Corey probably can't even make it to the next debate, according to that, Kurt. Of course, that's not scientific now, don't you know? Uh, yeah, good point. But I find it fascinating how this is, though. Um, Trump questioning why Obama hasn't endorsed Biden. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe Barack's going to endorse Tulsi Gabbard. Is that how you say her name? Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. Gabbard. Yeah. Uh, you know why he'd do that? Uh, uh, you know why Barack would endorse her? Uh, she's from Hawaii. A fellow Hawaiian, don't you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what do you think of all that? Well, it's... What is it, Beto, Beto well, O'Rourke? Cool. Clear loser, that's the Texas goofball socialist, right? Yeah, he, he went down in flames, apparently, yeah. Well, you know, there you go. Elizabeth Warren came in in second place, while who, John Bellany? Do you even know who John Bellany is, Kurt? Nope. Okay, this is what I mean. I, some of these people, Kurt, when you find out who they are, you go, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, nothing to slouch at or, you know, slouch at. But what's fascinating is I didn't even know who Cory Booker was two years ago or three. Did you, Kurt? Mm-mm. So they no, take a lot of these no-names in the mainstream press. He's a homosexual, press. too. Well, of course he is. All of them are. I think are that's why Kurt. they're pushing it. They're either a homosexual or Pocahontas, one or the other there now. Now, the yeah, interesting thing point. about this clear winner lady from Hawaii, what is she, Kurt? She's a Hindu? Yeah, they they say she's the uh, first Samoan American and the first Hindu member of the United States Congress, member of the Democratic Party, member of the Council on Foreign Relations. So she's you know she's got her uh, you know the right qualifications to run. So it looks like. Uh, so do you think uh, front runner Joe's going to win or Elizabeth Warren's going to win, Carter? What do you think? Bernie Sanders going to win? What Out of the Democrats, you mean? Yeah, you got 25 uh, of them. Only 20 of them hit the debate stages, Kurt. Yeah, I I, I would suppose they're going to, you know, end up with uh, Biden and Bernie. Um, but I think if they get a state, I'll be really surprised. Do you think that uh, some of these 25 people will team up? In other words... Uh, you know, if O'Rourke well, fails and five don't smart. even make it to the stage, so six of them are gone, and then maybe Tulsi Gabbard teams up with Elizabeth Warren, and so, you know, something like that happens? Well, at least to me, the smart move is to find a way to include all of them, and you'd say, okay, you can be the Secretary of State, you can be the Secretary of the Treasury. I know, but don't give them know, that idea, Kurt. They, they won't. I mean, I've never seen them do it, you know, but... Well, you're right. Anyway, I find that interesting, though. To me, it was a debate in socialism, though. It was, let's steal all your guns. Gun crisis is just horrible. We've got to get rid of the guns. And uh, it was basically a situation where let's just promote pro-death. Let's just let the borders leak like a sieve. Let's just go ahead and promote socialism everywhere. And uh, it was just basically, in my humble opinion, occurred a race to the bottom, basically. Did you watch or listen to any of it? No. I listened to about 40 minutes of it, and then I just couldn't take it anymore, so I turned it off. 
I'm just telling you, it was just a fail all the way to the bottom. They literally favored Elizabeth Warren like you couldn't believe. They gave her kind of the first out of the gate. They kind of gave her the last word. They kind of, you know, went to her and, you know, with everybody else when they were trying to finish up. Because you only got like a minute response in these things, right, Kurt? It was really short because there's so many on the stage. And uh, whenever anybody else would hit their time marker, then the host, you know, Chuck Todd and goofballs like that would be like, hey, hey, your time's up, your time. And then stop them. When it was Elizabeth, they're like, your time's up, Liz. And then she'd get to go for another 30 seconds or so. And they wouldn't hard stop her like that everybody else. And, I mean, it was just absolutely just nothing but a joke, in my opinion. They pretend it's this draw that gave her the, mm, she's on the stage with all these other people and not really the front runners on the other side of the equation. I believe it was done for ratings, done on purpose to separate the winners and the losers. Instead of letting it be done by the, the polling and uh, other things, it was done to maximize profits, to maximize ratings. Uh, to maximize this agenda. And, it, you know, it's clear who their front runners are, etc. Well, believe it or not, I'll some people... I'll tell you this real yes. quick uh, before we leave that. Um, here's a real weird headline that could have happened. Uh, homeschooled lady wins first, um, you know, Democratic debate. They're not going to tell this you that. Lady. she was homeschooled. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. She went to Hindu homeschool? Uh, says, except for two years at a missionary academy for girls in the Philippines, uh, she was homeschooled through high school. There you go. All right, they don't want to admit that. She'll she'll go fall through the cracks quick then. Drudge yeah. will be discredited. She'll be shunned to the bottom. Uh, no Hindus, just Pocahontas for president. That's how it's going to go, right, Kurt? Uh, and what's interesting is nobody mentioned her uh, big old promotion that she was, what, a Native American. And then the DNA test basically proved that to be a flat-out <laughs> lie. And uh, yeah. nobody I brought that like up I always like what President all. Trump says about it. He says, hey, I've got more than her, and I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kind of interesting. Now, the other interesting thing is there were some press reports that came out before the debate last night. And they were afraid that Donald was going to eclipse eclipse the debate by um, launching an attack on Iran right when the debate like, started to... Uh, oh, I thought they said he was going to tweet, do live tweets during the thing. Well, that was another proposal, yeah. yeah. And Donald really did nothing except for kind of mocked him from the back rooms with a couple of tweets, really, like, hey, why isn't Barack, you know, endorsing Joe? And I mean, there was a few things. But Donald didn't play the massive disruptor like they thought. You know, there's no need for Donald to do that. They self-destruct on their own, Kurt. Yeah, interesting. I mean, all he's got to do is sit back and just watch these socialists go straight to the bottom. I mean, it's amazing. All right, now, there's another interesting tidbit that you need to know. Suddenly, Kurt, Democrats say there's a border crisis, and they talked about that a little bit last night, but they're ratcheting up. We do have a crisis at the border, they're saying. The White House reporting the details, strangely enough. And I guess they're saying now, hey, we got all these people in... um, you know, concentration camps, if you listen to Casey Cortez, she's whacked out and getting attacked internationally everywhere for her over-the-top statements. But others are saying, you know, people are just deplorable conditions. It's horrible. You got to. And they go on and on. And now Donald just simply says, you guys are admitting there's a crisis now? And what Donald says is, I told you the crisis was coming. I told you we couldn't handle it. I warned you. And, I, and you guys mocked me and laughed at me. And now you're admitting the crisis is real. Don't worry, though. They got a big spending package on the way, Kurt. So that's kind of an interesting twist, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Trump says Google is trying to rig the election in 2020. And Twitter is blocking people from following the Donald now. 
Um, Google, I guess, um, I guess a, a Google Insider uh, is saying that, that uh, you know, Google's uh, manipulating the results uh, for the elections and such. And so we'll get into that uh, after the pause. First, we're going to have Ted Nugent join us. So we might get into some of these details uh, after Ted. But I'm telling you right now, Google and Twitter, uh, David A. Clark Jr. is so mad at the trolls on Twitter. Kurt, that he says he's going to um, have to resort to leaving Twitter. So that's kind of an interesting twist. We'll get to all that as the broadcast unfolds. Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Ten of the Democrats running for the White House in 2020 on a stage in Miami last night for the first real debate of the season. Another group of ten Democrats will be on that stage tonight. After last night's event, Democratic National Committee Chairman Tom Perez was speaking to reporters and says, I think every candidate uh, got a chance to articulate their vision. Uh, It's always difficult when you have ten people on the stage to uh, make sure that everyone uh, moves forward and and has the opportunity to do, uh, to articulate that and to answer questions. President Trump's arrived in Japan for the G20 summit and a series of meetings with world leaders. That includes a Saturday meeting with the Chinese President Xi Jinping, just as the Treasury Chief Steve Mnuchin's announced that a trade deal may be close. And this is USA Radio News. Here's a great deal on MyPillow. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, type in promo code USA, you'll get two MyPillow premium pillows for $69.98. Now, that's only $34.99 a pillow. You will not get that price anywhere at retail. It's the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. And like all MyPillow products, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, use my promo code USA. Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance, so you only pay for what you need. So why aren't more things in life customizable? Like, why do I have to pay a full gym membership when I don't even use all the equipment? Like the rowing machine. I don't know about you, but I'm not doing a ton of manual lake travel these days. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. A passenger jet's been cleared to continue on to Newark's Liberty Airport in New Jersey after a threat forced it to make an emergency landing in London a few hours ago. Air India says a bomb threat forced that landing of the flight out of Mumbai that was headed to Newark, the plane getting checked out at Stansted Airport and given the okay to keep going. No further details have been released regarding that threat. More testimonies being given in the war crimes court-martial of Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. Another Navy SEAL, Joshua Grafham, was deployed to Iraq with Gallagher, acting as a spotter, and he testified yesterday Gallagher fired his sniper rifle at a man because he thought he was an ISIS fighter, not a civilian. Other witnesses claim Gallagher intentionally fired on Iraqi civilians. Gallagher faces life in prison if he is convicted. 
The wife of dog, the bounty hunter, Beth Chapman, has died at 51. And this is USA Radio News. Guitar players in the world, ladies and gentlemen, with us, Uncle Ted Nugent on your radio. He's kicking off a 2019 tour. The music made me do it. Welcome, Ted. I feel welcome, Sam. Happy summertime to uh, real patriots all across America. You know, you uh, have updated a few of your songs uh, in this latest tour, right? Well, you know, nothing is sacred, and if it is, me and my boys can fix it. We, we are still inspired by the original outburst of freedom and defiance and uppity musical authority of our heroes. Everybody's musical heroes, really. Every great piece of music in the world was inspired by Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley and Little Richard and all the founding fathers of this outrageous breeding soundtrack that is unique to American defiance. And here it is all these years later. Uh, I, I mean, I started doing this over 60 years years ago. I met my guitar teacher for the first time in 60 years last week in Colorado. And uh, it's just outrageous because the the uppityness, the spirit and the attitude in 2019, Sam, it's more intense and more fun. The band is tighter, more energized. And when I got a great lick, you know, everything is derivative from Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley. So with Jason Heartless on drums, the world's greatest drummer on the planet. Now, by the way, by the way, I listened on YouTube and people might want to find this. The guy walks into a guitar center and does this drum solo that will just knock your socks off. Anyway, check that out and then go to a concert. Ted? Yeah, he's not. My, my guys and Greg Smith on bass guitar, Jason and Greg are the the definitive rhythm authority that every guitar player just dreams of, and I get them every night. So yeah, the the summer tour will be the best of my life. I guarantee it. What kicks off uh, in July in Pasadena, California? They need me. They need me desperately in California. So it's it's not just a rock and roll celebration, but it's a humanitarian gesture to make sure that they know what the soundtrack of independence and individual, rugged individualism sounds like. And, of course, real California gets that. And I think it's important, Sam, that we identify 2019. There is no blue states. No blue states exist. There's only blue smudges of Democrat-destroyed, high-crime, gun-free zone, sanctuary for MS-13, and liberal, suicidal hell in the little blue smudges of inner-city cluster in the rest of the country, including most of California, most of Illinois, most of Michigan, most of New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Massachusetts. These are not blue states. They're red as red can be, but we have bent over and let the blue monsters take us over. So I think there's a lot of things we can talk about, Sam, but the most important identity of the bad and ugly curse of apathy is the most embarrassing American trait that has ever existed. The the liberal leftist America-hating enemy isn't winning. The conservatives and constitutionalists lose when they don't show up to vote. Damn them. We have to use that most important responsibility in America to vote 
constitutional, God-family country, and when we do that, we will have another November 2016. It's virtually guaranteed if we show up and vote. The Music Made Me Do It Again tour kicking off this summer, July 19th, kicking off in California, going all across the country, all the way across and into Florida and back up the Michigan. I mean, it's just he's everywhere uh, this season, ladies and gentlemen. The Music Made Me Do It Again tour. And if you want to get tickets, um, tednugent.com. And then you can basically add to your ticket if you want to uh, go to the danger zone. What is that? Backstage with Ted. And well, you have the opportunity. Danger, you, know what I mean? uh, you have the opportunity to talk politics. You can even ask Ted about the updated Fred Bear acoustic, which we'll play a piece of in a second. But you got locked, cocked, and ready to rock. And you also Short got my life. It used to be cat scratch fever, but now it's what backstrap fever. Backstrap fever. Well, that the song "Cat Scratch Fever." Well, actually, it was a, an attempt to ban trapping here in Michigan one time, and I wrote a song called "Can't Trap Beaver." But <laughs> "Cat Scratch Fever" is probably the ultimate love song ever. But we turned it into the definitive love song by changing the lyrics to "Backstrap Fever" because I don't know about you, but all of my blood brothers who think of health and nutrition eat venison, and that is indeed the healthiest diet in the world. And we call it backstrap fever. It's it's so precious i can hardly stand myself now can i can i just take a little detour to give ted a little bit of praise i don't know how many people know this but as far as i understand you donated a ton of venison to the troops yeah, you know, pretty much every year since, ah, oh, geez, the 1980s, we've always had a Hunters for the Hungry program, which I don't, I think we have to celebrate, Sam. Hunters for the Hungry and the various sportsmen against hunger and the uh, hunters and farmers feeding the hungry, a bunch of hunting organizations around the country for over 30 years, Sam. Everybody remember these numbers. For over 30 years, the hunting, the hunting families of this country have created charities that donate more than 250 million get that number every year american hunting families donate in excess of 250 million pure natural organic delicious natural venison hot venison meals to soup kitchens and homeless shelters and i don't think you've heard that celebrated on abc or nbc or cbs lately but that's the great example of the fake news and the leftist anti-freedom anti-gun anti-hunting agenda of so much of the media probably the greatest charity in the world that donates 250 million sam hot meals of venison every year and nobody ever talks about it so we're selling it here on the uh, liberty roundtable but yeah the nugent family we have a lot of doe tags in michigan and texas and we have the managed land deer permits in texas so literally the nugent family we shoot hundreds of deer every year and of course bear and elk and antelope and exotics in texas texas and wild boars and the meat is so pure and so natural and so delicious that we donate a, approximately a ton along with our buddies of pure venison jerky to the troops overseas every year. And I'm going to tell you, my my venison is just more delicious because I kill cleaner. I know how to reverentially handle the sacred carcass of flesh. And so when the troops when the troops get Uncle Ted venison, it just brings out the ultimate warrior. According to their information, they they unsolicited testimonial to me all the time and I couldn't be more proud to supply pure venison to the heroes of the US military every year. He's got another song, I just want to go hunting. And really it comes you- back to the call of the wild, right? 
You know, I, I, I've been playing guitar uh, since about 1956, and I've been hunting with the bow and arrow since about 1955. <laughs> so I was raised in a bow hunting family, so that that mighty spirit of the wild certainly does cleanse the soul and recharge the batteries and identify our our environmental resource stewardship responsibilities. These are the young boy growing up along the Rouge River in Detroit back in the 1950s. But of course, that was the time when Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley and all the gods of thunder unleashed this new outrageous freedom soundtrack. And so I was really hooked by the, the, the incredible and contagious promotion of the great Fred Bear to discover the mystical flight of the arrow, to find that Zen, that samurai, aim small, miss small, one with the flight of the arrow, even as a stupid kid in Detroit. But between the bow and arrow and the guitar, how could you keep those dynamics from, you know, literally melting together in music? And I've always had, from the Amboy Dukes on, songs called Load for Bear, Hibernation, Migration, Living in the Woods, all kinds of references, Tooth, Fang, and Claw, uh, Geronimo, Crazy Horse, and Me, uh, The Spirit of the Buffalo, The Great White Buffalo, and I think ultimately the song that is a tribute to our great hero, Fred Bear, and that, that song. In fact, those hunting songs even when I open up in Pasadena, California next month, those people get the spirit of that music. Whether they hunt or not, they're starting to realize that Ted Nugent as a hunter was already way ahead of the curve of the Whole Foods organic movement, you know, getting closer to the neighborhood, closer to the earth, more natural, more organic. And nothing says that more than hunting, especially with the bow and arrow, because you can't escape your spiritual relationship with God's creation. And I'd like to that last sentence, it was a run-on sentence I just gave you, but I'd like to see that as a curriculum in all schools in America. It might fight the obesity, the poisonous chemical warfare diet, and the uh, self-inflicted health hell that American families are perpetuated upon themselves. Good God Almighty. Pink Floyd comes out with Uncomfortably Numb. Uncle Ted comes out with Uncomfortably Dumb. What do you say to that, Kurt? <laughs> well, I, you know, who do you want high? Do you want your babysitter high? Do you want your I don't want anybody high. Who who do you want stoned? Your your kid's school bus driver? I, I there's only one segment of society I would like to see high, and those are my comedians, but then I'd like to immediately put them in a cage <laughs> where they can do no harm. <laughs> All right, Uncle Ted, everybody. He's on his twenty nineteen tour coming up, kicking off July nineteenth. TedNugent.com. Get your tickets that if you dare enter the danger zone, get an extra little boost to your pass and you'll be there and you can hear Ted go off on politics and Native Americans and how we ought to stand one with nature and hunt and feed troops and feed the homeless and go to soup kitchens and it's America, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperform gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. 
But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Guitar players in the world. On Liberty Roundtable Live now. There I was. In the wild again. Ladies and gentlemen, Ted and Fred standing for the American dream every time, donating literally tons of meat to the homeless, to shelters, to the troops, and more. They attack him relentlessly, but he cares not. Uh, he's got a positive outlook, stands for God, family, and country. And Ted, this uh, story about Fred Bear, by the way, that's one of my favorite songs in your latest acoustic version. Uh, just incredible. Uh, but uh, people don't really understand Fred Bear. They're kind of like, what's that? And it's the tie to America, huh? Well, it's kind of cute. When I uh, had to say goodbye to Fred in 1988, I had hunted with him all those years previous. And was he was just such a hero and a mentor and such a good friend, certainly a blood brother. And when he died, my emotions, uh, you know, being clean and sober all my life, my emotions are raw. I mean, my whole life is raw. So my love of the great man and the sadness and the, uh, the, the heartbreak came out as pure and natural as a human being can. And that song just erupted off my fingertips and out of my heart. And uh, I, my band and I went in to capture what I was creating, my love for the great man who just passed away in April of 88. And uh, somebody snuck a cassette. We did it in an hour. It was all take one spontaneous, just heart and soul reverence for the lick and the haunting spirit of that guitar lick. And, and, and Michael Lutz, the great Brownsville station, smoking in the boys' room master, got in there with me and Gunnar Ross, and we created this piece of music. Somebody snuck a copy to a good friend of mine, Doug Padell on Detroit Radio. And a lot of people thought it was a song called Fred the Bear. They thought it was about some bear. <laughs> but what it did is what it galvanized and, and, and really played the heartstrings of the conservation community that knew the great Fred Bear, who was the driving force 
in getting back to nature, you know, during the Industrial Revolution, as we were fleeing from uh, a rural lifestyle and a hands-on, down-to-earth, grounded farming, ranching, stewardship, conservation lifestyle, and that a goofy guitar player that, you know, not only wrote Wang Dang, Sweet Poon Tang, but I meant it, <laughs> that I was completely unhinged and totally, wonderfully, beautifully out of control as a rock and roll guy, but that I had this heartfelt craving for family and, and nature and, and God and country and his creation as a as a harvester of his natural resources every year. And Fred Bear and my dad, my Uncle John, my Uncle Dick, they really taught me that. And everybody should know the name Fred Bear. And because of the song, Sam, more people have discovered what the great Fred Bear stood for and what he represented than the industry was able, the hunting and archery industry was able to promote. So, well, I and, and Fred Bear him, stands I, as an absolute rebuke of their belligerent agenda that wants to destroy the environment. Oh, they they do. They hate hunting. It, it's just it's, let's let's just synopsize it. Let's just really focus in that the animal rights evil. They are evil. They would end the Hunters for the Hungry program right this minute if they could because they don't want hungry families in America to eat venison, which is the purest nutrition, the most natural, organic, delicious, <laughs> renewable nutrition on the planet. The animal rights agenda is to literally to stop the diet that sustains mankind. Think about that. Their agenda is clear and unambiguous that they would end farming and ranching and the use of meat and fish and poultry and game. They would end that, which would end the sustaining diet of mankind. So in the final, honest, inescapable, logical analysis of the animal rights movement, it's not just because they hate Ted Nugent, because I whack and stack Bambi. They want to end the human species. Let right. that be so known. That that's, that's what the Humane Society of the United States and PETA, that's really what they represent. They are evil. They're crazy. All right. So Ted, check this out. Drudge Report had the winner of last night's debate, uh, a lady from Hawaii. Kurt? Yeah, her name is Tulsi Gabbard, a uh, homeschooled kid all the way through high school. Uh, she even beat Elizabeth Warren, but she's a vegetarian, so I bet she'd like some of that back. Maybe you should send her some stuff. Uncle Ted venison, sir. Well, God knows it would put some color in those cheeks. Yeah, I think she won because she was silent. <laughs> the other ones, the other... Um, yeah, the one they open their mouths, the worse it gets, doesn't it, sir? Yeah, the, the, every time a Democrat opens their mouth, I, a good, thinking, conscientious, educated Americans recoil and gasp that they don't believe in securing the borders of America. They actually believe the Democrat position is to have the right to murder a child after birth. They want to give guaranteed wages, which come completely desoles and disincentivizes the human species. Everything out of the Democrats' mouth is planet of the cuckoo's nest, bizarro, cultural suicide, period. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I want to make a quick plug. Hunters for the Hungry, feeding those in need since 1991, H, the letter H, the number four, the word hungry, 
org. And I bring that up because sometimes Ted goes so fast with some of the work that he does, it's hard to get your arms around what's really going on. These people are for reals. It's not a joke. It's not just a slogan uh, Ted made up, although it is an incredible slogan when you think of Hunters for the Hungry. But this is backed by real humanitarian love, service, aid, whatever you want to call it. This is this is for real. This is not just a, a fun rock and roll star getting on the radio and, and babbling at the mouth. This is backed by hard work and love and real humanitarian service, sir. Sure. Well, I would People need to realize that, by the way. And I, I think we see at my uh, Facebook, what a great opportunity to have an electronic campfire with millions and millions of people around the world. But you're right. A lot of people dismiss what I say because I break the mold. I'm a status quo destroyer. I'm radical. You know, I'm so radical, I would have had an experiment in self-government even if no one authorized it. I'm so radical that I could have wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I'm so radical, I would have met King George gangsters at Concord Bridge and shot the sons of bitches between the eyes. That's how radical I am. It's called America. It's called freedom, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. That's how radical I am. Is Donald going to be part of your tour coming up? The music made me well, do it? Every, every day of my life. That's part of my every day. You know, we, we also celebrate with the Hunters for the Hungry over 30 years. We have a Ted Nugent Camp for Kids charity, the 501c3 nonprofit charity, Ted Nugent Camp for Kids. 30 years, tens of thousands of boys and girls have come to my camps over the years to learn about being clean and sober, aim small, miss small, firearm safety, hunter safety, archery marksmanship, resource stewardship, the art and the ultimate environmentalism and conservation of trapping and fishing and hunting. And nobody talks about the Ted Nugent Camp for Kids because they can't debate the self-evident truth that I am addicted to and I promote and celebrate every day of my life. So they have to lie about me and claim I'm a draft dodger and a child molester and I hate the Native Americans, all of which are just nasty lies. Yeah, you've got to be a racist, like too, if they're just going to throw in the, the, uh, the issue. You've got to be a racist, too, right? Oh, I'm, oh Derek, guaranteed. I think, I think uh, the Huffington Post claims I invented racism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But those dirtbags, remember, if you're not upsetting the dirtbags, you might be a dirtbag. All right. Tell me this. When you go on tour, and people love to go backstage and get in the danger zone with Ted. Uh, do they love to talk about politics? Do they love to talk about Fred Bear? What do they love to talk about the most? Sam, nothing is sacred, nothing is off limits, and I think it's a, a combination of all that because all of our lives revolve around politics, making sure that we elect em, elected employees that represent the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Ten Commandments, the Golden Rule, you know, all that radical stuff. So there's a lot of discussion in this crazy divided time in America where the left represents the most evil, rotten agenda you could possibly come up with. So a lot of great families are concerned about this, but we all always talk about guitar licks and guitar tone. We talk about Fred Bear and we talk about backstraps. We talk about freedom. We talk about God, family, country. But that's the great thing about the backstage at a Ted Nugent Danger Zone. I don't just get an assembly line and take a quick photo like everybody else does and just send them packing. We actually get backstage and get a Werner's float going or they can get a bottle of beer if that's what they like. And we talk about things that they believe in, things that they're concerned about. And it's pretty damn freewheeling. It's about an inhibited stream of consciousness about important quality of life issues that you will ever experience that only at the Ted Nugent danger zone. I, pr I promise you that. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, tednugent.com. I'm going to beg Ted's family to send me some of that venison so I can try it. And then I'm going to see if I can't get to one of these uh, uh, concerts. Uh, Because really, this is where America... Um, meets celebrity, and how many celebrities have the guts? You know, little Ted's a little raw sometimes. you got to be aware of that, families. But at the same time, how many people really put their money where their mouth is uh, with well, some know, of these things? Not, and it's yeah, very I few, hold, Ted. I, I, I still hold records at family events, you know, Mississippi River Days and the, the Stampede Days out in Wyoming and the Rib Fest around the country and all kinds of state and county fairs. I am the PG-13 master. When I play for a mixed audience with a lot of kids in it, I got to tell you, we have more young people come to our big events and our big concerts every summer than I think anybody does because they know that I represent the heart and soul of this country, and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not afraid to promote it, and I celebrate it, even in song and in between songs, but mostly it's so positive. If you're not having fun with me and my band, you're, you got to be weird. All right, tednugent.com, final quick uh, tidbit. we got to fly here in just a second. But, Ted, what do we do to ratchet up this uh, Innocence and Freedom Project or Innocence for Prisoners? We've got to help some of these people, especially Steve Stockman and others, get out of prison, sir. It's got to change. Well, we number one, if you really want to move America forward, you should be a member of the National Rifle Association. You should be a member of Gun Owners of America and your state firearms freedom organizations. We have got to put more pressure and communicate more intensely and firmly with our elected employees. Remember, they're not the elected officials. We are the electing officials. They are the elected employees. And our failure to drive that home all these years is why a Hillary Clinton is not in jail yet, why Eric Holder and, and Valerie Jarrett and Barack Obama have not been held accountable for Benghazi and for Fast and Furious and all their other IRS crimes and abuses of power. So we've got to engage more. And if you come to TedNugent.com, if you come to my Facebook, boy, you'd think that the world was perfect with the common sense and logic and truth that's celebrated on my Facebook every day. So if you really want to see the positive pulse of the most productive Americans in the asset column, you come to my my Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have Ted and Fred back soon. Ted, Godspeed on your tour, sir. Keep us posted. We'll have you back soon. Thank you, Sam. God bless the Liberty Roundtable. Every house in America, every real home in America should have a Liberty Roundtable. Thank you, sir. Godspeed. There he goes. Ted Nugent, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, Kurt, there's not a person on the planet like him. I got to say, man, I couldn't agree more, Sam. TedNugent.com. You get a ticket to one of the concerts. He's got his whole tour laid out. The music made me do it again. Tour. The guy's 70 years old. They're nearabouts. Uh, rocking and rolling every single night almost on the stage. I mean, it is incredible to see the guy's energy. He claims it's venison-fueled as he feeds the homeless and troops around the world. Tons of meat he donates, and none of them give him any credit for it. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic of the United States of America.